Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America, and happy Saturday. We got a good one for you. We have an exclusive interview with the 45th president of the United States, of course, Donald Trump, trying to become the 47th president of the United States. We had a big conversation this week. We've got some great guests. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. gold Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. 
You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, let's turn our attention to our very special first guest. As I mentioned at the top of the hour, I'm honored to welcome tonight the 45th president of the United States and the current frontrunner, and I do mean frontrunner, like 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 points for the GOP presidential nomination, Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, Happy New Year, and thank you, sir, for joining us. Well, thank you very much. Actually, 60 points, but I won't say that. I will never correct you. <laughs> You're right. There is a poll that has you up there. That's exactly right. Sir, I want to just start with a little bit of the news of the day. A major victory for you in the Michigan Supreme Court leaves Colorado out there kind of as a, a lone island. Your reaction to the, uh, the news today? Well, it was uh, very expected, I think. Uh, it seems yeah. to be that we're 33 and 1. And the one is hopefully going to be overturned by the Supreme Court because nobody can understand why they did that. I guess maybe they did it for publicity. Yeah. Maybe they did it for the very liberal, radical left governor. Uh, maybe they did it for some other reason. I don't know. Nobody really understands it. But it just is an embarrassment all over the world when they see this. I think it's I think it's very bad for Colorado. Very, very bad for Colorado. But we just had the big win in Michigan today. And that was a good one. And we have 31 and we have 33 wins. And uh, this isn't a loss because we'll have to see what happens. This is not a final determination, as right. you know. Yeah, the Supreme, U.S. Supreme Court. And, you know, uh, I think it's important. Yeah, it's important for your audience to understand, too, John, that uh, it was four to three. And yeah. this was not like a unanimous. This, this was a very hotly debated subject. But, you know, 33 other courts have uh, agreed that you just can't do what they did. So. Yeah, that's very good. A lot of our legal experts tell us the U.S. Supreme Court is going to come down where Michigan and all the other courts did, too, sir. I'm pretty sure that's how that will mm -hmm. turn out. I want to get to another big development today. Jack Smith says he doesn't want you to be able to introduce evidence in your defense that maybe the January 6th attack was preventable, that police and others had engaged in some security failures, intelligence failures beforehand. Your reaction real quickly to the prosecutor's request today. No, can you believe this? He's tried to defend Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of D.C., but he's tried to defend Nancy Pelosi, who did not do the job. We offered them, as you know, 10,000 troops or National Guard, whatever they wanted, uh, before the event, because I knew it was going to be a very big event. And I, it wasn't my event. I went and showed up and made a speech. Right. We offered 10,000 people and more if necessary. And if they used 500 people, if they used 200 people, uh, January 6th wouldn't have been January 6th. So uh, they, it, can you imagine? This guy says, we don't want to introduce that. Well, that's a very big part of it. She was responsible for January 6th because she didn't take the security that we offered her. We offered her 10,000 troops. And, you know, you had far fewer people than that. It was a very small group of people relatively compared to the people listening to the speech, was, which was, by the way, the largest number of people that I've ever spoken before. Nobody ever talks about that, John. Yeah. They talk about the group that went down and peacefully and patriotically, as I said, as you know, they don't mention that either. You know, that wasn't even brought up in the unselect committee. They didn't even use those words. They didn't say that I said the words peacefully and patriotically. Yeah. Uh, this is a very 
dishonest group of people. And the deranged prosecutor, Jack Smith, he's a deranged human being, uh, unattractive both inside and out. And you look at this guy, he doesn't want me to say that they turned down, and they turned it down in writing, by the way. And what happened is, as you know, the unselect committee deleted and threw out everything. They threw everything out, which would be illegal. If you ever did that in a court, a regular court as a civilian, uh, could you imagine somebody on the right, a Republican or something, somebody doing it? As you know, they deleted and threw out all everything having to do with the hearings. Because a lot of bad things were said about Nancy Pelosi, a lot of bad things were said about a lot of people that they didn't want to get out to the public. So they threw out everything. They deleted everything. There is no information. There's nothing left. It's like crazy. And the reason he doesn't want to do that is because they illegally uh, destroyed everything. They destroyed all evidence. So he wants to do this because of the fact that they destroyed all evidence. They don't have the evidence anymore. And a lot of that evidence was pinpointing that Nancy Pelosi didn't take the troops. Days in advance, I said it. And I said it loud and clear. And they know I said it because I believe it was the mayor wrote a letter back that she doesn't want the troops. Yeah, no, it's in writing. But can you imagine a man saying, we're not allowed to bring the fact up that I offered 10,000 troops for January 6th? Yeah. He's, you know, look, he's got a bad record. He's lost a lot of cases and he loses them because he goes too far. He's a sick puppy. Well, it's important to note the Capitol Police chief, the former chief, Steve Sun, said on this show that January 6th was a preventable event. Had they gotten the intelligence and the resources that he had asked, you offered them. It just didn't happen. It's just an amazing thing. Sir, I want to turn to. I offered them. It's true. Uh, Yeah. No, there's no doubt. It's in writing. No doubt about it. Sir, I want to turn to October 7th. The October 7th attack on Israel exposed the dirty truth inside our own country. The growth of this anti-Semitism, particularly among our young people here in America's borders. Over the last week, we've seen pro-Hamas and pro-Palestinian, pro-Palestinian, Protesters block Christmas celebrations in New York, taunt Jewish Americans, even have a congresswoman. AOC compared the Gazans to Jesus. If elected again to the White House, how might you use the power of the purse to end federal funding or tax exemptions for groups that espouse anti-Semitism or threaten the security of the Jewish people? Well, number one, I would use that power. and I'd use it very strongly and very powerfully. But you have to remember one thing. This would have never happened if I were president. If that election wasn't rigged, this would have never happened, John. In a million years, it wasn't going to happen. Iran was broke. They didn't have any money to give around. I put sanctions on. I put everything on and told countries, China, many countries, uh, India, France, don't buy oil. If you buy oil, one barrel of oil, you buy any oil, we're not going to do business with you. And we're going to put tariffs on all your products that do get through. We're not going to do business. Anything gets through, we put a 100% tariff on. I told them, nobody, very few people were buying, and it was very small amounts. And they were down to almost a trickle. They were down to nothing. They were broke. They didn't have money for Hamas. They didn't have money for Hezbollah. And this would have never happened. It also wouldn't have happened because they knew the consequences would have been much different than what you're seeing right now. So last night, a young soldier was killed, U.S., and the two were very, very badly hurt. And nobody even talks about it. It's not even believable. They have 129 attacks or something like that on our troops in the Middle East. 129 over the last few weeks. 
and we don't even do anything about it. This president is incompetent. He has no clue. And he's probably a Manchurian candidate. He's probably totally compromised. You know, he accepts money from so many countries. So maybe he accepted money from these countries. So he doesn't want to do anything about it because they know more than any accountant is going to be able to find out. But he is a Manchurian candidate. And how can he allow? So we had a soldier killed last night, yep. two horrifically wounded. And that's going to be just the beginning of it. It's uh, they don't respect him and they just start doing whatever they want to do. But now Iran, if you look at it, now Iran has $200 billion that they made on oil, not to mention the $6 billion. As you know, they made $6 billion on the hostage deal. And they also made $10 billion on electricity to Iraq, $10 billion. But that's not even the big number. The big number is what they're making on the oil. Yeah. Because all of these countries that weren't buying when I was president, they wouldn't have bought. There's no way they would have bought. And, and they were literally down to being broke. They were broke. They had no money. In fact, there were a lot of big stories around that time, three, four years ago, that uh, these groups, these terror groups were breaking up because there was no money coming out of Iran. Yeah, wouldn't have happened. It's an extraordinary thing to watch. There's a general named Soleimani, I think, that knows you men business. Uh, certainly learned that the hard way. I want to turn to another uh, organization. When you were uh, in pre president, uh, you forced major changes to NATO. You put it on much better financial footing. You got people to pay their fair share. There's another international body that's gaining much negative attention right now, the United Nations. It has repeatedly espoused anti-Israel rhetoric, and it failed to formally condemn the Hamas attack. It's almost unbelievable. A lot of people can't believe that. If reelected, are you considering any reforms or funding changes to the United Nations? So two things. First of all, with NATO, uh, when I went in there, there were only eight countries. Yeah. At the time, there were 28 countries. There were only eight countries that were paid up. Yeah. And uh, Poland was one of them. Poland was great. But, you know, usually the closer you were to Russia, the more likely you were to be paid up. But they were... There were eight out of the 28 that were paid up, and we were paying a disproportionate share. We were paying, I would say, 80, 90, you could even say almost 100% of everybody else. So they take advantage of us on trade. This is a European countries. Right. You add them up, and they're similar size to the United States. So think of this. They take advantage of us on trade. They're very, very bad to us, very hard on trade. So they take advantage, and yet we defend them for practically, like, I mean, for what? We defend them for, they should be defending themselves. Now, with Ukraine, while you're on the subject, why is it that we're in for $200 billion and they're in for probably $20 billion? That's probably the number. And it was the same thing when I got there. NATO was, we were in for massive amounts of money and they were like Germany, spent very little money. They were right. uh, spending less than 50%, less than half of what they were supposed to be spending. Other countries, likewise, they weren't paid up. And I said, if you don't pay up, then we're not going to defend you. And once they believed that, which they did after a short period of time, hundreds of billions of dollars came pouring into NATO. It was amazing. It was a beautiful thing to see. And yeah. Stoltenberg, the uh, secretary general of NATO, is a good man. I wonder right. if he feels the same way But about what I'm going to say. He said... <laughs> President Trump was amazing. All of these presidents came. They made a speech and they left. He came. He told them you have to pay up. And they all paid. And hundreds of billions of dollars now came in. So, I mean, it's, a, it's just an amazing, it's a beautiful thing to see. Now, if you take a look in so many other ways, that's, that's what's happening. Why isn't, John, why isn't 
why aren't these countries going uh, dollar for dollar with us? Right. Uh, obviously, it's got to be more important. They're right there. We're not. We have an ocean separating us. Why is it that they're in for a tiny fraction of what we are in terms of payment to, uh, you know, it's in terms of payment right. with regard with regard to Ukraine? So we're in for perhaps 200 billion. It could be more. Nobody really even knows the number. And they're in for a tiny fraction of that. Very unfair. I say they have to equalize. And if they don't equalize, uh, the United States cannot keep doing this. The United States owes $36 trillion. They can't keep doing this. Yeah, now the debt is extraordinary. Sir, I want to turn to the campaign. You're just a couple of weeks from the first votes being cast in Iowa at the caucuses. You have a commanding lead. The press is bored because you're so far in the lead. They were suggesting you might be considering uh, Nikki Haley as a vice president. I want you to t answer that. What are you considering her? And second of all, what do you want the American people to know about her record on the border, on taxes, on spending, and on entitlements? Well, Nikki, I know very well. And I actually got along with her very well, and right. she wasn't going to run. She said I was a great president, and she would not run as long as I ran. And, you know, that's famous. That's documented <laughs> with her statements. It's on about 15 tapes yep. and, you know, broadcast all over the place. Mm -hmm. And then one day she decided to run. So, you know, I, I thought that was somewhat disloyal. Not nearly as disloyal as Ron DeSanctimonious, who I got elected. And uh, then he, you know, ran. So that was – and he looks, he's crashed and burned. And, uh, you know, she's way behind. She's like 50, 60 points behind me. But if she goes up one point, they say she surges. You know, in the last poll, I went up seven points to right. almost 70, and which is hard because I have very little points to go up. You know, it's, they've been used, right? They've been taken yeah. already. But I went up seven points. She went up three points, and he went down a couple of points. But because she went up three points and he went down – they said she surged, that Nikki Haley surged. But she didn't surge against me. She surged against uh, Ron. But the point is that, look, I know her very well. I actually got along with her very well. As you know, she left at a nice ceremony at the White House, you know, right. the Oval Office. It was very nice. Right. She said terrific things about me. She said he's a great president. And then she decided out of nowhere to run. So I was a little bit surprised at that, but that's a politician. Uh, no, I'm not considering anybody at this time, Jen. Look, I want to win. And one thing I will say, and I've watched this for a long time, the vice president has virtually no impact. You could go back all throughout history. Whoever the choice of vice president is has virtually no impact as to who is uh, going to get a nomination or get elected. It's an amazing yeah. thing, actually. Surprising. Yeah. So for you, the most important thing is someone that could take the reins and, and do it. But it doesn't really affect the electoral outcome for you in your mind, right? Uh, the most important thing is who would do a good job right. because it has to be. But just, you know, it's very interesting when you study it. Uh, people are picked and everyone's talking about who's the vice president. But in terms of election, in terms of nomination, uh, the vice presidential pick has very, very little influence over the vote. Amazingly, surprisingly, actually. Yeah, it's true. It's true. When you look at the electoral thing, there's no doubt about it. Sir, I want to I want to go back to Israel for just a second. Uh, you uh, achieved the Abraham Accords, which are one of the greatest achievements yeah. in the Middle East history. You then put together a peace plan for Israel and Palestine that people, even today, three years later, still refer to regularly. At some point, Hamas is going to be eradicated from Gaza. What is your best ideas for trying to get peace and prosperity in, inside Palestine, particularly because so many Palestinians have been conditioned for decades to hate Israel? What are the keys to prosperity in Gaza uh, that you're thinking about right now? 
Well, they do hate Israel, and Israel hates them. And the the uh, if, if you look at even when you know they're growing up, and the Palestinians they're growing up, and their children are being educated, they they read books like books like the old days with Run Spot Run. Yeah. Uh, they have hatred in these books, hatred of uh, Jewish people. It's a terrible thing, and frankly, it's you know makes it very hard. I always felt I could get a deal. I think I would have had a deal. Uh, this would have never happened. October 7th would have never happened. It could not have happened. I think I could have had a deal. Now it's much harder to have a deal, actually. Uh, and it's a deal that the, the hatred has only gotten worse. By allowing this to happen, and Biden allowed it to happen. Look, Biden is trying to play both sides, and he's failing, I think, unless people are stupid, he's failing because. What he did is took all the sanctions off Iran and Iran's gained hundreds of billions of dollars of wealth. Yeah. And you don't want Iran to have a nuclear weapon and they're 30 days from getting one. They say 31, 32 days away from mm. getting having nuclear capability. You don't want, you know, when I terminated the nuclear deal, that was a great thing. The problem was the administration did nothing with the termination. Right. I would have had a deal with Iran within two weeks after the election, had the election been different had the outcome been different i would have had a deal with iran within two weeks after that election we would have had a deal because iran was they were needing a deal they had no money they were they were they couldn't fund themselves let alone terror we would have had a deal but now they're rich again they're really rich again and they're selling oil to china's their number one customer millions and millions of bar barrels of oil and they were selling almost nothing with me. And Iran was allowed to get rich because Joe Biden allowed them to. So he could say whatever he wants, but he's the reason for this. He's an incompetent president. He's a compromised president, totally compromised. But he allowed them to get rich. Now they're rich, and it's a very hard thing to do. It's a very hard thing to have. But worse than being rich because of the money because of what they have they will have within a short period of time nuclear weapons and yeah. that is never something that can be allowed to happen and you were you were fighting to make sure it would never happen sir last question because i know you're on a tight time schedule joe biden paints any american who calls himself a patriot or wants to join you in making america great again as extremists but i've noticed something recently on your events so you're zeroing in on democrats extreme positions when it comes to things like abortion up to birth freeing violent defenders from prison keeping the border insecure and allowing biological men in women's lockers uh, or locker rooms if you win the nomination do you plan to flip the script and make extremism a democrat liability it is a liability. They are extreme. Look, what's more extreme? I just looked at, at pictures and I've just looked at a report. Millions of people, not thousands, millions of people are pouring into our country. Numbers yeah. that are much bigger than being reported by the fake news. And you see it. I mean, when you look at those uh, those uh, groups of people, they were saying four or five thousand people coming up. But if you look, it looks bigger than a Trump rally of, of 30,000 people. I've never seen it. They are pouring up from all over the world. You know, it's not just El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, etc. They're pouring up from all over the world. They're coming from Africa. They're coming from the Congo. Right. The Congo has a, sending a lot of people. They're coming from Asia. They're coming from all over the world. A lot of people coming, interestingly, from China. And they're all young and they're all male. They're between 20 and 25 years old. It sounds like an army to me, yeah. but a lot of people from China, a lot of people from Russia, but a lot of people from Africa and just Asia generally, they're pouring in. They're destroying the country. 
They're destroying our country. There is absolutely no control. There's no check. Many of these people are sick. Many of them come from prisons. They're very sick. Many of them are very sick. It's a horrible thing because I have a bigger heart than anybody. But uh, people, Americans are going to get sick. These are diseases that are easily catchable yeah. by people and it's it's a terrible thing but they're also coming from prisons and jails they're being emptied out mental institutions i always say mental institutions and a step above that is the are the insane asylums where right. you have some very sick people they're being emptied out into our country and as you know many terrorists are coming into our country these people are either evil that are running our country there's something wrong with them. This is not like, oh, gee, you know, I look a lot of times I'll be conservative or I call myself more common sense than anything else. But I'll be common sense and they want to do so. But I can understand why, you know, I can understand the other side. There is no understanding why millions of people from jails, from from everywhere, from parts unknown, actually, from countries, people never even heard of some of these countries. There is no understanding why millions and millions of people are allowed to freely walk into our country. And the crime is is the crime that they're causing and the problems they're causing. You know, nobody's telling you about their stays in hotels. Right. They're taking over hotels, top hotels, being paid for by the United States while our vets are sleeping on streets. Mm. But they're taking over top hotels. The fights that are taking place in the hotels, the destruction, the beating up of the employees, nobody wants to tell you about that. Yeah. These are rough people that are going into those hotels. The Biden administration, I, th I believe he's the worst. I don't believe there's not even a question about it. Uh, he's the worst president in the history of our country. And by the way, he's weaponized justice. I've got four indictments that are yeah. bullshit indictments. He's weaponized justice. This was never supposed to happen in our country. And what he's done in terms of using the DOJ and the FBI to attack his political opponent, nobody has ever seen this a thing like this happen other than in a banana republic. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. 
It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free social security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Welcome back, America. Anti-Semitism has been integrated and taught to young children for decades now, and it's becoming more apparent in recent days. Why? The polling data shows that a Harvard-Harris poll from this month found a remarkable 67% of people aged 18 to 24, so they just got out of school in most cases or finishing up their college, believe that Jews as a class are, are, are oppressors and should be treated as oppressors. Ryan Walters serves as uh, the great state of Oklahoma's superintendent of public instruction. He He's taking this on front and center. He's not letting anti-Semitism fester any longer. And he's also fighting where it began with the DEI movement on the left. Joining us right now is the superintendent. Sir, great to have you. Uh, Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining us. Merry Christmas. Thank you for having me. And yes, sir, in Oklahoma, we are going to fight back against this anti-Semitism and take it out root and branch. And that means getting rid of these, what they should be called, is divide, exclude, and indoctrinate. These DEI programs have been embedded in higher ed for decades. And what they have done is fester anti-Semitism, anti-Americanism. And we're going to put an end to it here in Oklahoma. And we've got to do this as a country in order to make America great again. Man, it's pretty remarkable. And I got to tell you, sir, uh, it's only been 40, 50 years, uh, maybe 60 years now from the great civil rights movement. And we spent so much effort and energy and political capital trying to get people away from the idea that skin color changes your outcome in America. We we wanted to be colorblind, but now we have an entire education bureaucracy that's trying to reinforce the idea that your skin color, your religious beliefs are determining whether you're an oppressor or the oppressed and you've got no choice about it. How damning is it for a country that went through the civil rights movement to have it flipped on its head again? It's going to destroy this country. I mean, what they're doing, it's it's amazing to see the nomenclature they use because it's so wrong. They call themselves progressives. And what they're trying to do is take us back to a time where individuals are labeled by their skin color. They're trying to take us back to a time of collective Marxist views that people aren't individuals. They're not viewed that way. They're viewed as the collective and then pitting those collective groups against one another. What we're doing is we're teaching young people to hate each other. We're teaching them to hate themselves. We're teaching them to hate the country. And so what we're continue to see is you see this disrest around the country. It's not an accident. What we have seen is they have pushed this radical in higher ed 
with the most radical Marxists in the country who masquerade as college professors. And we have got to start, number one, defunding these institutions if they are going to go down this road of anti-Semitism. Number two, we've got to end tenure for any college professor that promotes DEI or promotes um, any kind of anti-Semitism. And we have got to get back to a place where we're actually, you know, you can't make the country great again if you don't understand what made the country great in the first place. So we've got to get back to an education system that teaches our kids what the core principles are of America and, and make sure that they understand that that is the bar that we hold ourselves to as a country. And we've got to get back a line and get President Trump in the White House and, and move forward with this agenda. Yeah, it's so remarkable. We just had President Trump on and talking about these very issues. I want to turn uh, to the link between DEI, which is this uh, indoctrination sort of uh, education curriculum that's been in there and how it leads to anti-Semitism. But before we do that, how did DEI get injected into public schools? I mean, you're taking it out now, but how did it get in the back door? Right. Well, it started in higher ed. So you first had these radical Marxist professors in higher ed that started um, creating anti-American curriculum under the guise of DEI. And so what they do is the, the inclusion aspect of it is to include the most radical elements of, of society and push it as mainstream. Transgenderism, that is something they actually are pushing in our K-12 schools today. And you see it started there in, in higher ed. And what you continue to see is critical race theory has manifested itself through DEI programs. You've continued to see the belief that there's a certain victim groups and everyone else is oppressors. So this is right out of Karl Marx's playbook. But you start it in higher ed. You train teachers in these programs. You make all the administrators come through these programs. Higher ed largely in states dictates what the curriculum will be, what the tr- Training will be for your teachers and administrators. And then what do you know? K-12 starts to mirror these DEI Marxist um, programs that we've seen in, in higher ed. Yeah, that's so remarkable how it, it evolved. And right under our noses, I think we're just so busy. A lot of parents didn't know that it was just seeping in so quickly. Uh, uh, talk a little bit about Oklahoma. Oklahoma's leading on this. You are stamping out DEI in schools. And by so doing, you're taking it uh, directly to anti-Semitism, CRT, all these other indoctrinations. What was the key to Oklahoma's first few strikes against this? Right. And so we are laying out the playbook to how to get education back on track here in Oklahoma for other states to follow. And here's the blueprint. You first of all, you do a deep dive into what's going on in our schools. And we found in the diversity, equity and inclusion programs that this is indoctrination. We found it in Tulsa public schools. We found it in our higher ed systems. So we came in and we said, listen, no more diversity, equity and inclusion programs. We know what these are. These are fronts to push propaganda. Frankly, now we see what they've done is they, again, they have the oppressor groups and the victim groups, and, and they've labeled Jews oppressors. So you can say anything you want about Jews. You can target them. You can call for their extermination. And under these type of programs, that's protected. Hey, you know, you can say anything about them you want. They are what we label an oppressor group. And you see how nasty and divisive these are. So we have eliminated those programs. No taxpayer dollars will go to fund indoctrination. And this is where this, you start. But here's where you end up. We are also promoting Prager University in our schools. We want Prager U in our schools. We want to continue to get back to an education system that reflects 
the values of this country and our society and our families. That starts with teaching what is good. It starts teaching what our, what our principles are. And it, it helps our young people understand America is great because of our values, our Judeo-Christian values. We've got to get back to teaching that and getting our kids back on the trajectory to turn around what Joe Biden has done and make this country great again and, and get us back on the right track. Yeah, such a simple solution, but so many states are struggling to find it. Clearly, Oklahoma leading the way and shining the light. Now, with this uh, uh, effort that you've taken on and the governor's taken on, the legislature's taken on, there is a counteroffensive. Democrats trying to impeach you, uh, Congress trying to, or uh, uh, the legislature trying to get all of your records. Why such a blowback to something that most parents would say, I like what our superintendent is doing? This is showing everyone out there why these things haven't happened in your state. Because guess what happens when I began to eliminate diversity, equity, and inclusion programs? We have Democrats that are trying to impeach me. Well, hey, we're in a red state, so what difference does that make, right? Well, what they've done is they've bought off a Republican in the legislature here, the teachers union has, who continues to try to pressure me and vilify me, attacking me constantly, attacking parents attacking conservatives. Um, and so what we continue to see is this teachers union dumps millions of dollars into attacks against me and parents, and we're not going to back down. We're going to continue to fight for parents. And, and this is the belief of most parents, most Americans, is we want to get back to a time where we actually learn reading, math, science, and history in our schools, not transgenderism, anti-Semitism, and hate for one another. So what we are going to continue to do is we're going to continue to fight that. But let's be really clear, it doesn't matter how red you're state is. The teachers union has tremendous influence with the amount of money that they push, and they will buy off Democrats and Republicans alike to keep their power apparatus in place. And we will never back down here in Oklahoma. And I know parents will never back down. But folks, we got to get back our education system. You have to fight every state in the country has to fight back against these Marxist teachers unions. Yeah, that's uh, such an important thing. And every every person who's come on the show in the last couple of weeks talking about this said that the teachers unions are ground zero of this fight on the other side against parents. Um, we got about two minutes left. I want to ask a little bit about an idea that uh, Alan Dershowitz, who's been an educator for 60 years at Harvard Law School, uh, what he said he thinks is needed. And this is funny because he's a faculty member. He thinks there needs to be a surveillance system that polices and keeps an eye on what's being taught in college classrooms all the way down through K through 12. Get it out to each parent so that they can decide whether that's what they want their children to see. And then those who abuse their position and turn from trying to teach to trying to indoctrinate, there can be a disciplinary process. Do you think there is a will in this country to maybe create such a surveillance system right now? Look, I, I think more transparency in higher ed is a good thing. And I also think we've got to make sure that we have consequences for these individuals that are continuing to push Marxism with taxpayer dollars, we got to fire these professors. We've got to fire these presidents. We don't need any more tenure in higher ed. I'm sorry. That, that shouldn't exist any longer. They have broken the public trust. It is time to fire these professors that have undermined our country by pushing this radical anti-American hate in our in our colleges. And again, we're, we're doing this in, in K-12 here in Oklahoma. We've sat here and hey, if you're a teacher and you push critical race theory, we're going to take your teaching certificate. You're not going to teach anymore. We are going to root out this Marxism, and we've got to start in higher ed. Higher ed is where so many of these problems came from. Your viewers are going to remember Common Core, critical race theory, diversity, equity, and inclusion. The push all came from the Department of Education federally. 
and it was instituted through these higher ed institutions, which pushes it in K-12 and then all around society. We have to eliminate the Federal Department of Education. We have got to fire all of these Marxist professors, and we have got to get our higher ed institutions back to actually helping the country be great again, rather than undermining it and turning us into a Marxist dumpster fire. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, we're sponsored today by Donors Trust, the tax-friendly way to preserve your charitable giving. In times of crisis, those with a giving spirit and a desire to build up civil society find ways to be helpful. And that's when it's good to have a charitable resource ready to deploy when they're needed most. Donors Trust offers donor-advised funds or giving accounts. You can use these funds as your own charitable investment account and manage your charitable giving in a way that's smart, tax-advantaged, aligned with your values, and private. Donors Trust clients are using their funds to support charities helping their local communities while also using their giving account to simultaneously support think tanks and liberty-minded organizations that believe our constitutional rights shouldn't get lost in a time of emergency. Now is the time to take a closer look at Donors Trust and join their community of liberty-minded donors by opening a donor-advised fund. Go to DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews for the ultimate survival guide to charitable giving and learn how a donor advised fund can preserve your ability to give to the charities you love. That's DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Welcome back, America. We're going to stay on the issue of border security. It's on every American's mind. Just before Christmas, Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs, a Democrat, ordered her state's National Guard to the southern border, acknowledged that the border had become unmanageable, and said, I'm sending the bill to Joe Biden. Well, that's great, except that the governor had spent most of her first term, or first year of her term, actually undoing security provisions. Our next guest on the front lines and on the right side of border security, State Senator Justine Watsack, is an Arizona State Senator. She has been on the front lines pushing legislation to get the situation right, at least in Arizona. She joins us right now. Senator, great to have you on the show. Merry Christmas. 
Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for having me. I, uh, it's a great honor to have you. I saw you uh, uh, at Charlie Kirk's AmFest last week. I think you were one of the rock stars there. This issue of border security in Arizona, it really resonates even with very young people who are just becoming part of their adult life, right? Yes, 100%. And we have a lot of young Republicans that are starting to come up in the ranks, taking all, all interest from 13 years and up. So it's very exciting to see the interest from our youth. Yeah, it really was. It was an amazing festival and some really great footage and great conversations going there. I want to turn to your governor, Katie Hobbs, big Democrat, big liberal. Until a few weeks ago, she seemed to be on board with Joe Biden's border policies. She was giving money to DACA recipients, rewarding them for coming into the country. She was pulling and shutting down border enforcement units. All of a sudden, some sort of epiphany. What happened with Katie Hobbs? Well, I first want to start by saying that I represent Pima County, which is truly the front lines. Um, that's Tucson, Arizona, and the surrounding cities. And my voters uh, have expected me to defend the uh, the border and to have some sort of a plan in place because we are being absolutely overrun by the homeless, the illegal immigrants, uh, and the mentally ill, the homelessness that's come from this crime. Um, so businesses are starting to pull out of Tucson, and it's very concerning to me because uh, once we start losing some of our big anchor businesses and uh, the money, uh, there's not going to be a whole lot left for Tucson, and uh, so it's a real travesty. Um, but with the Republicans still in control of the legislature, uh, we're working on all these problems, finding solutions, and uh, um, unfortunately, the governor just goes and vetoes all of our efforts, and I just don't take her seriously at this point. I think what she needs to do is uh, step down and let somebody else occupy the ninth floor uh, while Arizona's Republicans lead the legislature and we actually tackle these issues. It is remarkable. And to even think that people would flee Tucson, one of the most beautiful and vibrant cities in all of America. But that's how bad it's gotten in such a short time. It's just jaw dropping. Uh, you have a lot of great common sense ideas that you and your colleagues have been working on in the Senate. And I want to get to a legal issue in a second with the Senate. But before we get to that, uh, tell us some of the solutions that you've put on the front table with your legislation and with your great work. Well, uh, Hobbs, of course, remember, her first act as governor was to tear down the barriers that were put in place by the previous governor. Um, and that showed everybody right there and then that she wants an open border. Um, so, But she has not been communicating with the legislature. She has not been telling us what her strategy is, uh, much less for the National Guard, um, because honestly, I don't think she has a strategy. Um, and then I met with some sheriffs and uh, the sheriffs were telling me about the trafficking that was taking place uh, at the border with the use of phone apps, electronic devices, and the cartel was behind those apps. Mm. And what it did was it allowed people to make $2,000 for every single illegal immigrant that was coming across. Um, and they would put them in there. You, you had soccer moms that were putting uh, five, six uh, illegal migrants in the back of their SUV, and that was paying for their SUV. They were paying off their car with what they were doing. It's, it's illegal. Um, so I came up with a bill very organically, just in talking with the sheriffs and the, the needs of the people, to make it a felony if uh, anybody uses that app to traffic people from the border into our country. And, and Katie Hobbs vetoed it, of course. 
Of course. Oh, my gosh. It's just amazing. And, and by the way, when we talk about human trafficking, it isn't just the event of coming across the border along that journey. And it's so funny because Democrats say, well, we're trying to be sympathetic to illegal immigrants. This is the most inhumane way to come to the United States that anyone could imagine, right? Women get raped. Men and uh, children are put into indentured servitude. They're, all their money is taken. Tell us some of the things that you've heard from illegal immigrants on their journey to Arizona, because it has to be horrific. Well, it is. And if you've been to the border, you'll see that in the desert, they have what they call rape trees. Right. Uh, they put the, the clothing of the women on the tree, almost like a like a prized possession or, or some sort of um, a trophy that they've <sighs> uh, accomplished that awful fact. And and then on top of that, you have all the just disgusting garbage that's left behind. And, and I don't understand how we have so many environmentalists out there that are saying we need to clean up our environment, yet they're okay with having these people come across into our, our country and just, you know, completely uh, trash our side of the border and, and trash America's uh, deserts. So it's it's becoming a, a real health safety issue as well. We have the same issue when they come into our cities. Uh, they're living on our streets. They're, uh, you know, urinating and defecating on our streets. They're walking right into people's homes. They are, um, create the crime is just unbelievable. And then I don't know if you've seen some of the footage of, of how they just are there all throughout our airports and um, they're being trafficked through the airports uh, from Homeland Security, uh, getting to go wherever they want in the country. It's a free ride. They just get a ticket. And if they want to go to Philadelphia, they go to Philadelphia. If they want to go to Florida, they get to go to Florida. And all of this is free travel. And um, it, it's something that most people can't understand. We can't wrap our head around it. Like, where are these people going? Uh, how are they thriving? There's no jobs for them. There's no jobs for Americans in a lot of places. How are they? How are they thriving uh, without being uh, paid by taxpayer dollars? We're walking around with twenty-five hundred dollars, crisp dollar, hundred-dollar bills in their hands. We don't get that. No. They're getting free health care out of our hospitals. We don't get that. Uh, they're in our children's schools. You know, this it's they're everywhere now, and um, and it's become a travesty. This is is very much an invasion. Yeah, no, it really is a term invasion. It's a term that now I hear everyday Americans actually use. It used to be taboo. Oh, it's not really an invasion. It's an invasion. People know it and they feel it and they've experienced it. I want to spend the last minute and a half uh, talking about another issue because Katie Hobbs has uh, bypassed the traditional advise and consent uh, power of the state senate that we have it here in the United States, but trying to get her nominees to have to go not go through confirmation process. Your Senate is suing to try to go back to the system that our founding fathers wanted, right? Yes, that is correct. And, and I'm very blessed to be a part of this Senate. We have uh, we've stepped outside of the norm. If you look at some of our previous legislators, we've um, we use the rules. We use what is uh, there and provided to us with the Constitution and with the rules of the, of the legislature to fight back. And, and I don't think people understand just how hard it is to be in a divided government, to have the yeah. Republican majority but have a Democrat AG and governor, um, it definitely makes for us feeling like we beat our head against the wall an awful lot. Um, but we do have many wins, and uh, we have to be able to utilize uh, the, 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 the courts. We need to use the courts to fight this. And uh, I do believe that we will, we will prevail because the Constitution is still uh, the law of the land.
It's hard to believe, but that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. I'm really grateful that each of you could join today. Now, one reminder, a lot of people say, hey, John, do you have an app at the Just the News? And the answer is we sure do. Not only do we have an app, it's in the Apple Store. It's also in the Android Store. It allows you to take the Just the News experience and go in three different ways. You can watch our videos and television shows. You can listen to this podcast and many others like it, like Victor Davis Hanson, or you can read the stories that we do a day, 50, 60, 70 stories a day of the breaking news, investigative reporting, accountability reporting. Go to the iOS app store or the Android store today. Download the Just the News app. Read, watch, listen. Three great ways to experience the Just the News content and to join the Just the News family. And if you really want to get involved with the family and say, hey, I want to support your investigative reporting, John Solomon. I want to support the great reporters and the producers and the bookers and everybody that works to make the Just the News experience possible. You can do something really inexpensive that makes a big difference. All you got to do is join the Just the News VIP club. That's right. What do you get for the VIP club? First off, ad-free experience on the website and on your newsletters. No ads, no dancing videos, no autoplay videos. An ad-free experience on Just the News 24-7. Plus, once a month, you get to hang out with me at justthenews.com. We have a town hall. I sit and answer your questions for an hour. We talk about issues you care about. We cover topics that the other media aren't covering. It's an incredible experience to join the family the immediate family of the Just the News team. Great opportunity. Sometimes we bring in our reporters. It's always a delightful time. If you want to get involved in that, go to justthenews.com slash subscribe. Justthenews.com slash subscribe. Quick way to get into the club. It's $4.99 a month, $44.99 a year. Great way to support our journalism, make a difference, and get an enormous benefit yourself. So go check it out today. All right, folks, that wraps up John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. God bless you. God bless you. Have a great night. God bless this great country of the United States. Be sure to go to justthenews.com if you need that news fix. We got you covered 24-7. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code 
Just News. Go check it out. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews.